Hello and welcome to another episode of Amiga Sin Filtro. Happy Monday, everyone, and thank you so much for being here. Another episode and another beautiful Monday. Hi, amigas. How are you? Hola. Hi, how are you? Did you guys miss us already? Yes. yes. It's been too long. Yeah, two weeks, I think. Yeah, two weeks. Two, two weeks many, too long. Too many breaks. We yeah. gotta catch up. For reals. I, I swear, I feel like our boss is really gonna get rid of us. Productions, like, really? What's going on here? <laughs> you record one week, you forget the other. No, we've had some technical difficulties, um, and then we have have great news so there's been a lot going on and that's why we haven't uh, recorded in right. the past two weeks but today's episode is um very exciting because we are talking about real estate and we have a special guest here we have a childhood friend israel which is Lene's realtor yes and if you guys also know and we've said many times that natalie is a realtor herself um so this is your forte mm -hmm. And it's going to be a really good episode. Mm -hmm. So I want to start off by congratulating Miss um, Lene. She just closed escrow. Ooh, <laughs> and not just on any home, okay? She closed, <laughs> She lives in the hills now. It's gorgeous. Yeah, million dollar home. Yeah. Beautiful. How many is it? Is well, it a full quite. acre? <laughs> okay, it's up for like three dollars. So she's so it's not it's not quite one million. And it's not a hill. It's just like a little curve up. Um, <laughs> that's that's her still being humble. It's beautiful. Though. It's beautiful. It's a huge it's a yard. Home. Thank yes. you. <laughs> Thank you for Israel. Who Thank you, Israel. So how many, let, let's introduce you. So Israel, he's, we said he's a childhood friend. We went to middle school with, with you. We went to high school. I, for me, high school was like a blur because, you know, I was a wild child. And I kind of left in the beginning. <laughs> I kind of left when it started. But um, it, we all kind of just connected on social media. And did you guys have more of a connection throughout the years, like in high school? Or did yeah, you guys lose it? We've always kept in touch, yeah. I feel. Yeah, yeah. Right, like yeah. outside of social media. Yeah. Oh, yeah. awesome. Okay. So, you have your own real estate company? Yes. Awesome. So, tell us a little bit about What's that. What's the name of it? So, it's Top Buying Realty. Um, I've been, I got licensed back in 07. Uh, so, it was when the mark, before the crash for if you're of yeah, age. Yeah. Um, so, straight out of college, uh, one of my professors was a real estate broker. So, I started working with him. Um, and he really got me interested in real estate. So, I got in a few months before the crash, mm -hmm. so obviously I uh, got some production in, and then the crash happened, and then I had a few years off, you know, while that settled, um, and then when it started to pick back up, I started back up, um, and then about in 2018 was when I became a broker and started my own company. Nice. Nice. Yeah. So okay. it's been it's been exciting, up and down, but it, I love it. Yeah. So I bought my my first home. Mm -hmm. um, it wasn't the crash yet, mm -hmm. pero estaba con que sí, con que no, in oh. 2007. Yeah. And then I bought my second home in the crash mm -hmm. in 2009, and I got it for 106000 Nice. Yeah. Wow. Then I bought my third home in, like, ya de tiro, at the end mm -hmm. of everything, in 2011, oh. and I got that one for 160 oh, Yeah, and nice. I sold that one for almost 400 yeah. And that was in the gated community, so I took advantage of all that. Yeah. Um, and then we just started selling them little by little. Mm -hmm. Um, I thought that, you know, being, I never was like into real estate, like you guys like selling and all of that, but I liked having homes and I'm like, okay, well, you know, my kids are still small in the future. you like, this could be a good asset. And in, in a way it was a good asset because we were renting them. Um, but then it just got too crazy with, uh, owning a business and 
trying to because this is an actual business to like rent and yeah, people yes. and they destroy your home so we started getting them uh, getting rid of them one by one but that was exciting like the buying and and the searching oh, yeah, yeah. and all of that i think that that's like it's a lot of fun. You know yes. what? Like, I always wanted to buy another house, uh-huh. but I was afraid of, like, oh, my gosh, having to deal with, like, renters. Yeah. And then one of my coworkers was like, you need, you need a property uh, manager. And my friend Israel here also has his property management company. Okay, so, so you're, like, a full-circle company. Yeah. Yes. So okay. we do the lending, um, and we do the management as well. Um, oh, nice. The reason why I started the management was because I have my investment properties that mm-hmm. obviously I manage myself because I'm in the business, mm-hmm. but I have a lot of clients that want to get into investing and they just were afraid about renters and that process so i started telling them well you know i can rent it for you um and then you manage it um but then they didn't feel comfortable with that so i figured you know what let me just do the full thing Mm -hmm. um so thankfully now i have assistance um they kind of help me with like the stuff where i can kind of you know pass on to somebody else Mm -hmm. so now we do everything so i when i when when they asked me that i told well yeah we can just um i'll help you but you know leasing your current house you know we'll get good tenants uh, we do a really good job at, you know, maxing out on the rent. So typically my rents are higher than the area. Okay. Um, and then I do a very thorough job in screening the, the tenants, you know, background checks, credit checks, income. Mm-hmm. Make sure they're solid so they don't stop paying. Right. Yes. Yeah. Okay. That's the most important thing. I think that if the problem a lot of people have is that you don't know what you're looking for. Mm-hmm. As a real estate agent, you know what to look for, what kind of credit, what what's good and what's not, you know. So as a, a normal person just wanting to rent a house, you can get yourself into a lot of problems if you don't know what to look at, you know, look So for. I think then that that's what's probably, oh, yeah. not probably, I think that's what I was missing. The missing piece was, you know, someone like you to manage because like no problem buying and investing. It's just managing was not for me. Um, and you are a very aggressive realtor, mm-hmm. I heard. Mm-hmm. I'm like, dude, I love that because I'm aggressive. I'm like, no, 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 get, get back in there, girl. And, you know, Alex, calm down. She was my realtor. No, girl, look, you haven't called these in five minutes. What, what's going on? Yeah, he was really good, very thorough. He kept me updated. I was very impressed right off the bat. Yeah. And I think he was your assistant, sent me a timeline of what mm-hmm. to expect on the dates. And I was like, oh my oh, gosh, man. I felt so informed and like, that's important. I know what to mm-hmm. expect. So it was really, you made it very smooth. So thank you so much. Thank you. That's nice. So, so you have like a team that takes care of like, okay, obviously you start the deal, mm-hmm. you start the bidding war. And then after that, and you have like an itinerary. Even, you know what? It wasn't even a bidding war, huh? Yeah. So there, there was other offers, but I mean, uh, as a realtor, like if you have good communication with the other agent. Yeah. Um, and obviously you can show kind of your, your expertise and what you have, you know, on the table with your client, you know, you're honest with them, you show them the numbers. Um, then you have a good shot of getting the property. Uh, so there was other other offers, um, but obviously, you know, when, once I can talk to them, mm-hmm. um, I can kind of assure them that, you know, our deal is pretty solid. I see. Yeah. Okay. And I think with you, Israel, because we've known you for mm-hmm. so long, like, you are, like, the nicest person, mm-hmm. but if someone doesn't know you, you're like, oh, the guy's a fucking, get out of go. But I think that that's what, yeah, maybe that that's what people like about you. Like, there's no BSing. Like, this is what it is. Mm-hmm. You know, like, we're not going to sugarcoat, and, you know, you're not emotional, mm-hmm. where, you know, I, if I were a realtor, I'd be like, oh, it's because my <laughs> client here. Oh, my you know. So I love that about you, that you have, like, that face saying, I look at vas vas. So, and also if you have the reputation, other agents, when mm-hmm. they see the offer being written up by a person that is, you know, that mm-hmm. has a good rep and mm-hmm. has a good reputation, they look at that. Yeah. And they'll, they'll accept those offers over mm-hmm. other people's. 
Nice. Because yeah. you guys were going, um, you said you were going up against, like, investors. It was two investors. Yeah, so there was investors that wanted to buy the property. Um, but, you know, obviously, as realtors, we kind of present our clients and their story, you know, if they have a good story. Yeah. So, obviously, Lene has a great story. You know, yeah. she has a family. Okay. You know, she goes to church. It just so happens that the sellers, where it's, you know, they go to church as well. You know, they had a lot of, Aww. you know, scriptures on the wall. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. we just... You know, just present the, the honest facts. Yeah. Um, you know, how they can relate to the, to the seller, and that usually helps. Yeah. yeah. And then you so can write a love letter to them. Yeah. I was thinking of that. I love that. How mm-hmm. you, it was like that special touch, mm-hmm. like that letter. Oh, that was so beautiful. And, yeah. and, and a lot of a lot of sellers, I think they're getting a little frustrated that mm-hmm. investors are just picking up the houses. Right. So I think now they're heading towards people that are going to raise a family. Mm-hmm. You know, they want to do that. So yeah. an investor, just so I understand, and I'm sure that a lot of people will don't know too much about that part, but if an investor comes versus myself, mm-hmm. um, would a buyer be like, oh, this is a great deal because they're paying me, do they pay cash? Usually they do. Okay. Um, but sometimes they they don't have to. Mm-hmm. Um, so it can be either or. But if it's going to be a competitive um, other party, then it's usually with cash. Okay, but so if a client says, or like um, the seller, mm-hmm. why do people sell to investors? I don't, I've never really understood that. Is it faster? It's a faster closing sometimes. Uh, okay. They're going in with a larger down payment. So if someone's coming in with a 3.5 mm-hmm. down payment versus a 20% or a mm-hmm. 30%, you're going to go towards a 20 or 30%. I see. You know, a lot of them are removing contingencies mm-hmm. already off the bat. They go in with no contingencies. Mm. So, yeah, right? Yeah, and then and then it's usually the realtor has a lot to do with it as yeah. to what offer they accept. Yeah. So it's usually the realtor that advises, hey, let's take this cash offer, uh, and it's usually because it's an easier transaction. Yeah. You know, there's less things that can go wrong. Okay. Um, for example, uh, I showed a property in Orange County on on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was we were offering nine fifty, I believe nine hundred fifty thousand. Um, I talked to the agent. Uh, she said they got a cash offer in, and it was lower than ours. Um, so I told her, I was like, hey, I was like, well, we can beat that offer. Mm-hmm. I was like, we can close fast. We're doing the loan. I was like, we can close it in two, three weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we can waive the appraisal contingency. We're pretty solid. Um, but ultimately, I think it was the realtor told me, you know what, we're just going to go with the cash offer. Um, so, mm-hmm. you know, that could have lost the seller probably 10, 20 grand, mm-hmm. you know, just by waiting an extra week, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, it just it just happens in the business. It's just realtors that sometimes don't guide the client in the right direction. Correct. And it's realtors that really don't want to deal with working, like lo más fácil. Yeah, yes. for sure. Mm-hmm. Just, okay. Yeah. So just so you all understand, you know, the ones that are listening is if you are going to purchase a home, even sell a home, mm-hmm. make sure that you do like all your research when it comes to getting the right realtor. Oh yeah. And start there. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's you important. know, because you want somebody to be very aggressive and all for you. You know, not about them and mm-hmm. experience. Experience yeah. their time. You know, there's people like I know because it takes so much of your time, but that that doesn't no. you know, you want to make sure someone that's invested in you. Right? right. Yeah. Someone ethical. Because um, obviously, uh, I've been in business for so long, you know, that you, you run into the unethical agents. Yeah. That you can tell they just, they just care about the commission. Okay. Uh-huh. We had one of those yeah. back in 2000 mm-hmm. and what was it, 2006, when we purchased our third home. Uh-huh. Oh my God. It's like, okay, we got mm-hmm. a good, you know, interest rate. Mm-hmm. We got, you know, 
twenty percent mm-hmm. down payment, conventional because oh, okay, witty witty, what I want. Mm-hmm. He went all the way there because we knew him and because he spoke our language, we felt more comfortable mm-hmm. because of that, because of my husband, not because of me. Mm-hmm. It's like I, I wouldn't matter. Mm-hmm. But the thing is that because he came in too good to be true, we fell for it because we sold our home. He sold our home. We bought a, a home from him too. So it was like mm-hmm. his commission was done twice right mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. There was no like no in the middle. So he was like taking commission from there, commission from over here, selling and buying. Mm-hmm. So when it came down to our ours buying the conventional home with twenty percent down, you know, mm-hmm. surprise balloon payment came up. You know, it was going up. Mm-hmm. Was little hitting. You know, oh my goodness, the interest rate was going a little bit higher. So our balloon payment we started at sixteen hundred dollars. A month, it went all the way to twenty two hundred. In two thousand and eight, that was a lot. In two thousand and seven, it was a lot more. That was when the crash was. Yeah, that's when the crash happened. So we try, you know, to negotiate with our bank because banks back in the day were trying, were selling off to the bigger banks. Yeah. So we got one company, and when we got two conversations with the with the banks, the banks didn't want it to re or what is it that we to modify to modify modify. yeah oh yeah yeah yeah. okay our payments or loans anything they just were like no you need a pre uh either short sell and Mm -hmm. that was it because the bank didn't want to work with us the bank was already at risk a lot because they had bought the houses from someone else's you know agents or i don't know it's like back in the days there were so many out there and so when our payments went up to 2200 we were not able to afford it mm-hmm. so because of you know it wasn't because he had stopped working it was because everything was going up so fast that we were not able to catch up from 1600 to 22 so and then you know so the process went was short sell we stayed in the house for two years we didn't pay nothing but we didn't save anything at the end of the day because we could have uh either stay with the house and mm-hmm. get a lot more out of the house right now because the house already went up. Yeah. And do you see those type of situations, both of you, Mm -hmm. um, right now in these times? Like, you know, modifications and balloon payments and all of this. Oh, yeah. No, balloon payments didn't exist anymore. Okay. And that's why most of the loans now, I don't know most of them, but Mm -hmm. a lot of them have the the mortgage insurance Mm -hmm. to protect them because of everything that happened. Before... You know, in 2007, that's when I started processing. Mm. I had just graduated high school. I started 2006, 2007. Mm. And I was telling Alex one day, I showed up to work, and we went from 100 loans to literally one loan. Because we had all the reps calling Mm. us, kill this deal, kill Mm. this one. I mean, another one. I mean, it was to the point. It was really Because of everything that was happening. Because of the loans, all the programs that are going out. So I think now where we, I don't don't foresee that happening. I do foresee some foreclosures, but not as bad as it was Do you foresee, foresee, foresee? What happened back in 07, uh, people had a lot of the adjustable rate mortgages. So Mm -hmm. when the rate adjusted, that's when the payment went up. Okay. Um, So I had those mortgages too. I lost a few houses as well. Okay. Um, So I went through that like with like, most everybody else um and then i had to wait for my credit to get better to buy another house um so i went through everything so right now we haven't up until recently they started reintroducing the adjustable rate mortgages again Mm -hmm. but prior to that like after the crash they got really strict with the lending yeah so so now they verify all the income you know make sure the person can actually qualify for the home where before you can easily qualify just by lying Um, you literally we saw that we saw that coming a lot because we saw people that were not eventually qualify mm-hmm. for something it's like how did you qualify you know it's like we were over here like trying to yeah. you know good credit <laughs> we had the down payment how did you, oh there was always a loophole there was a you know yeah. somebody in the circle that knew that they knew him they knew those it was it was everything crazy. was crazy yeah. so it was crazy yeah it was like 
you know, had a cleaning business, mm-hmm. made 30000 mm-hmm. Yep. Called back that to the house. Easy. You just had to you have a heartbeat. That was it. Through your way and, and get it. Yeah. Get okay. You basically had to so have a heartbeat. So speaking it. today, because I'm sure that you're going to get a lot of messages on Instagram and people are going to want to know is what person can buy a home? With what credit score can you start? So if you're over 580, uh-huh. uh, we can do an FHA loan, which okay. is three and a half percent down. If you're under 580, uh, we can still do it, but it's 10% down. Okay, so with 3% down, 580 um, credit score. Mm-hmm. And ahorita las casas están de 600. Oh, mm-hmm. Do you see any for 400 anymore or no? So in the 600, a 3%, what are they looking at? As far as payment? As far as down payment. And what does a down payment cover? So your down payment is strictly uh, goes for the principal of the loan. Okay. Um, you also have closing costs that come with the purchase, which is usually about two to two and a half percent. And that's on top of. That's on top of the down payment. Okay. Now, before it was so competitive, we can get the, some seller credits to help with the closing costs. Mm-hmm. Um, now we can we have to strategize and do a different way. Let's say the person doesn't have that much money. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can do our inspection. Obviously, the inspection is going to come up with issues, mm-hmm. so we can request closing the closing costs then. Okay. Uh, that way, the the buyers won't have to come up with so much out of pocket mm-hmm. and just their down payment. But there's down payment assistance programs now. Yeah. Uh, I seen that yeah. Biden had some stuff going. Mm-hmm. How long does it take though? I think it's a process. Yeah, so you're looking at probably like 45 days. Okay, um, to about but 60 days, no? Yeah, yeah. So there's one that just is really good that just came out as 10% um, down payment assistance and it's forgivable mm-hmm. after five years. You just can't yes. move from the house. Yes. So it's based on you have to, you can only make so much money. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so when you say so much money, what's like a guesstimation of the dollar amount? Just so people understand. So it's by area. Okay. Uh, so you have to be under the median income for that area. So what about so like in the family so like, size, right? Yeah, in the family, family size. So I think, ooh, off memory, I'm not sure, but I'm thinking maybe Riverside might be like in the 60s. Like you have to be under 60,000. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Between like 60 and 70, no? Yeah, something like something that. Like that. So okay. if you go over there, you won't qualify for that program. But there's other programs. There's another like Cal Hafa program mm-hmm. where um, they'll also give you the down payment. Mm-hmm. They won't give it to you, but they'll lend it to you. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, in 30 days, they'll be due. In 30, in 30 years, they'll be due. <laughs> oh, okay. So, yeah. So you can actually get the home with zero money down. And it's, and it's a great program because mm-hmm. a lot of people have been able to benefit out of it. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, you pay it back in mm-hmm. the end. There is some interest, but if you don't have the money, it's better than paying rent. Mm-hmm. For sure. You know? Yeah. The and only then, negative with that program is that the interest rate is higher. Okay. So something to keep in mind. So like if, yeah. if somebody has the money, I always advise them, hey, we'll just do your 3.5% down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we'll figure out a way to get the closing costs covered. Um, okay. And that way it keeps their payment as low as possible. Correct. And 3.5%, just to clarify again, is for someone with 580 FICO credit score mm-hmm. and higher. Uh-huh. Yes. Anything lower than that, 540, 560 mm-hmm. is 10%, 10% down. Yes. Okay. But it's doable. It's doable, yes. Oh, Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's nice. So a 10% down on a $600,000 home, porque ahorita vamos a decir that everything's $600,000. Mm-hmm. $60,000 is what they have to come up with. Yeah. Then the closing costs. And then the closing plus costs. Plus the closing costs, plus your inspections, yeah. if yeah. Mm-hmm. required. Like if required. Yeah. That's right. The higher the score, the better it is. 
Yeah. I see. Because it also depends on, there's programs where you have to make sure that DU approves it. Mm-hmm. You know, there's other things to it. So yeah. you could have a low FICO, but at the same time, you it has to go through the underwriting and everything. But it sounds like it's doable. Oh, it is yeah, doable. Yeah, it's doable. Okay, whether it goes through underwriting yeah. or not, as long as yeah, you yeah. have the income to mm-hmm. pay this and the credibility that you've been at mm-hmm. your job for yep. X amount of time. And how long do you have to have a stable income? If someone says, oh, I just started a job six months ago. No. And what is considered an income? Social Security, um, it has to be a job. It can be a disability. Because that flux- well, Social Security is not a disability. It's no, retirement, no? No, but it goes Oh, that's true. That's true. Right? It does. So if you're on permanent disability, mm-hmm. then we can use it. As oh, long as the income is going to last more than three years, we okay. can use it. So alimony, child support, you know, regular job, retirement, pensions. Uh, self-employment. So for FHA, it requires a two-year history. Okay. Um, for all self-employed individuals we need a two-year history but for conventional fha um we can do one year mm-hmm. but fha does require a two-year history of working yeah nice okay well do you guys have any questions that you think people might ask so like right now you know how the market's kind of crazy mm-hmm. and then you have some people that are like you know i'm just gonna wait i'm gonna wait mm-hmm. for the prices to come down mm-hmm. do you foresee that happening uh so people have been waiting for like six years already um, I, they, I told they, you, they, 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 I told you, my it's not that it's yeah. going to be under the bridge. No, Remember. no, no. You're going to come with me. You're not going under the bridge because I hear When I was purchasing yeah. in 2016, I was scared mm-hmm. because that's when everything started. I mean, mm-hmm. I bought a $160,000 home versus $640,000. Oh, God, yes. I'm going to say, like, ¿Cómo le vamos a hacer? Mm. I was like, girl, I'm a little dramatic. Yeah. Calm down. <laughs> I had to calm myself down. And my comadre is like, let's just wait. Like, it's going to crash in December. Why does everyone say December? Because that's the year. Always, like, New that's Year. The, the <laughs> last crash, that's when it kind of happened. Remember? It was around... Um, I remember oh, it happened in June. No, it happened in June. June? Like, yeah. I don't know. I remember... I was remember because I was pregnant. Oh, okay. Yeah. One question. Are HUD homes ever coming back? <laughs> so, yeah, but because there's not a lot of foreclosures, mm-hmm. you know, there's not a lot of people losing their home because there's so much equity in the house. Yeah. You can yeah. easily just sell it and just cash out on it. So until the homes are upside down, um, that's when, you know, we'll see foreclosures. So I don't I don't expect them. No. To come. Not this they're year, not here not, for not any, they don't have to rescue anybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, eventually, I mean, something has to happen. I just don't know what's going to happen yeah. um, where we'll see a price adjustment, but it's not going to be nothing like before. Maybe yeah. like 50, 60 grand? Yeah, yeah. You know? It might be maybe like 10%. Yeah, maybe like yeah. 10%. That's yeah. Oh, that's really nice. That's yeah. what I heard on the news, guys. I'm, I'm like, please don't crash. <laughs> <laughs> what's happening a lot is that we have these investors like Zillow, Redfin. Mm-hmm. Well, Zillow's uh, out. They're done doing that. Yeah, but a lot of them are still buying investment homes, mm-hmm. renting them out at, I mean, ridiculous prices, mm-hmm. and they're just going to, they're not going to sell them. They're going to keep mm-hmm. them. Another so we're thing, running into that. like right now the houses are so high, you know, like if per se, I have a neighbor that sold their home for $800,000 and instead of selling it, can they cash out on that money? Even though they don't qualify for that payment you know you understand me what i'm saying so if they want to keep the house uh-huh so what you can do is you can do like if they want the liquid funds mm-hmm. um you can do what's called a cash out refi uh-huh. uh, you can borrow up to 80 percent of the value mm-hmm. but you still need to qualify yeah so they still need to have the income from their employment mm-hmm. to qualify for whatever loan they're going to get so if they don't qualify they don't get that equity from their home right, right? yeah right so there's but like, usually people will yeah, add like... 80% is a lot from a home. I usually have people that just add somebody as a call center. Yeah. So they'll add like 
the spouse yeah. or mm-hmm. the kids and the Sancho. Oh, wow. what about for um, like, let's say someone already has a home and they're thinking about um, getting a investment property and they think that it's a lot of money. Like, well, just um, so I'm a real estate investor as well. So I buy properties in any market. It doesn't matter like if it's high right now, if people think it's high, uh, because if it's a good deal, it's a good deal at the current market, right? Mm-hmm. So I like to get my properties uh, for long-term investments. So I like to acquire them, fix them up, and then just rent them. Okay. Um, I don't I don't flip them um, just because my plan is to be build long-term wealth. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what I tell everybody. I was like, hey, you know, I mean, sure, we can flip it, you know, make a few 50, 100K, you know, right away. Mm-hmm. You know, you'll pay your capital gain taxes on that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if you want to build something for the future, for your kids, you know, real estate's the way to go because, I mean... It's a you're, tangible you're, asset. Yeah, I mean, it's it's always going up. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the tenants are going to pay your, your mortgage payment. Well, so that's what yeah. Rich Dad, Poor Dad said. Mm-hmm. Have you guys read that book? Mm-hmm. Yeah. As long as your home is not a liability, mm-hmm. meaning, okay, if you're living in the mm-hmm. home and you yourself are paying that and it's coming you're out of your pocket, that's, that's a liability. liability. Yeah. But your properties are not a liability because mm-hmm. están pagando solas. Mm-hmm. And on the contrary, you're probably making some money off mm-hmm. of there. If not, it's fine. Se yeah. está pagando. Mm-hmm. It's already an asset. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh. Okay. Yeah, so I was telling, I was talking to Lene yesterday. Uh, so one of the properties that we're leasing in Colton, I did a cash out refi for the client because um, she's always told me she wants to invest in real estate. So I said, okay, well, you know, she doesn't have any, you know, that much savings, right? Because if you buy a property as an investment, you need about twenty percent down, Correct. unless you're going to live in it. If you're going to live in it, it's less money down. Mm-hmm. But in this particular situation, she didn't want to live in the property. She's just going to buy it straight as an investment. Mm-hmm. So we did a cash out refi on, on her current home. I think I, we pulled out about 100, 125K. Okay. Uh, I found her a duplex, um, closed it, did the loan on that one. Um, I got my guys to go and remodel it really nice so we can get it, more on the rent. It looks really nice. Yeah, so it looks, that's what I do with all my rents was just because we can get more money if something mm-hmm. looks nice. So right now um, we have it leased. Uh, so I've gotten so many people interested in it. So we're going to lease it. Each unit is eighteen fifty. Nice. Um, and I think her mortgage payment is about 2000 bucks. Oh, wow. yeah. yeah. So, so yeah, now, so now she's gonna cash flow um, every month. Yeah. And nice. the tenants are gonna be paying the mortgage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. So that's a that's yeah, an asset for her. For sure. Amazing. So there's honestly, I feel like when you speak to the wrong people, yeah. you get scared, mm-hmm. and you're like, yeah. oh, and you think, oh, and I'm and I've heard it, and I've been in the situation mm-hmm. where you're like, oh, but my credit. There's hope for everyone. I know you encouraged me. Mm-hmm. You're like, just give me your stuff. Let's see where you're at. And I was like, okay. That's <laughs> yeah. right. And here don't we are. Think, mm-hmm. Don't think you can't do it. Yeah. When you least expect it, you can't. Yeah. And well, you know no, what? I think that a lot of people think that they can do it, but they speak to the wrong person. Oh, yeah. And, and they then they're like, they get discouraged yeah, because discouraged. the first thing right away is what's the first thing? The credit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when I and I made sure to ask mm-hmm. that because I know for a fact I've been in that situation. And you're like, oh, no, pero no se va a poder. Y lo me va a dar vergüenza que digan, oh, look at and your credit. Yeah. But he said it's doable. Yeah, yeah and not only that, um, some people are like, oh, yeah, I'm going to buy a house, I'm going to buy a house. But they haven't even pre-qualified. They don't know where they're at. Yeah. They don't know financially if they could do it or what they can afford. They're looking at houses maybe 600 but they can afford, like, maybe 450 Yeah. You know, so you have to at least, like, get with um, a realtor so they can yeah. pre-approve you and see where you're at. Maybe your credit score needs to be improved, but it's doable. You get, like, a, a goal. Mm-hmm. You know, I know that first time, like, I was younger, and I was like, yeah, let's go buy a house. And they were like, girl, you need to pay off your student loans. <laughs> you know, like, 
pay off your vehicles. You got to do it. So what we did is we moved into a studio and we paid off all of our debt. And yeah, we just saved and bought a house. Well, that's what Elon Musk did. He sold Uh no se que and he was in a little room. Mm -hmm. You sacrificed to wait. But is it doable? Absolutely. And sometimes people don't want to do it because their pride gets hurt. Like, oh, my gosh. I'm not going to go to yes. the studio. It's like, girl, no one even remembers I was the there. The studio? <laughs> I went back to my daddy's house. No one remembers the homeless people on the side. <laughs> but, Just yeah. don't invite anybody over. <laughs> I never did. <laughs> but it was like for a good six months. And nice. Just six, nice. Months. six months wow. goes by so I know. Yeah. Yeah. And you accomplished yeah. so much exactly. in six months. Mm-hmm. Nice. When you have a goal to work towards, you know. Yeah. Um, and really quick, when you when we talk 400000 $300,000 is out of the question, right? That's anywhere? Um, you can get a condo for in that price range, okay. but then you just have to factor in the um, HOA dues. Okay. Your payment. I mean, there's still some. Mm-hmm. You have to go like Victor, not, I mean, Colton. You go up to the yeah. mountains? Yeah. <laughs> you know what? The mountains, they're not even that cheap because I was looking for a no. cabin and they were like $500,000. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm like, holy moly. Mm-hmm. So, as I told you, Shaw, a third house would be at the mountains yeah. investment. Yeah, that's we were looking and for um, Airbnb. It. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, for you, but did you know that Big Bear, there's only a certain part of Big Bear that you can actually rent an Airbnb mm-hmm. and the other part you cannot? Yeah, you have, really. yeah, you have to get like permits and no mm-hmm. second. They have to give you the okay. Yeah. But that would be another conversation. So, <laughs> just so we ask for people that think 400000 which area would you recommend them to start looking? Riverside, Moreno Valley, Paris, Menifee? Um, if someone's like, hey, I pre-qualified for 400. Well, no, just we... even thinking. Some people think, oh, no. When you think 600,000, you're like, holy shit, that's a lot of money. Yeah. Now we're talking into the millions. I mean, welcome, Lene. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> I, I, mean, I, I was like, oh, my gosh, I need to run all the time. You you know, hype me up, girl. <laughs> I'm like, girl, yes, you in the hills now. Really, my friend, you ain't going nowhere. And it's really just a simple house, huh? It's a beautiful home. It looks really nice, yeah. We'll let her have her humble moment. (laughs) And we'll we'll revisit this conversation in two months when she's in her new area. But where would you recommend someone that wants $400,000? So in the 400s, um, we might find a couple in uh, in Riverside, um, you know, in in the hood areas. Um, like the east side? Yeah. Oh, I love the east yeah. side. Yeah. So, you know, these are... Rupa. Yeah. Uh, oh, Rupa got pricey, too, yeah, uh, because wow. of, uh, it's next to Norco, next to the 15. And Eastville. Yeah, East Eastville. Yeah. It's Eastville. People want to buy properties with land. So, you know um, what? No matter what the area is, mm-hmm. it's just getting into the pro- yeah. into pro- property. Because mm-hmm. then that property is going to make you mm-hmm. more money. Right. In the end, it doesn't matter where you're at, just get into a home, you know? So, I mean, my opinion. Yeah, for sure. So, like, up the up the hill, like, um, Victorville, Apple Valley, you know, those are mm-hmm. nice areas now, too, you know, if you don't mind commuting. Um, so, so they're cleaning. My husband worked in construction, mm-hmm. and he says those houses are going up from 450 to 500. Mm-hmm. And they're not. Nice. So is the area cleaning up in Victorville? Because mm-hmm. back then when people would say Victorville, it was like oh, crackheads. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Yes. No, it looks really nice. I have one of my rentals, rentals is, is in there. And okay. I, I went yesterday, no, uh, on Friday. Uh-huh. And this, I mean, new new shopping centers, yeah, you know, nice. the fancy stores. No, they're coming up little by little, but the thing is that a lot of people don't want to commute because mm-hmm. now the traffic is almost wasted, like two hours. Mm-hmm. Depends. And it's always been like that. Oh, yeah. yeah. And especially if accidents, anything. My husband, last time, he made like five hours 
within, you know, just an hour and a half mm-hmm. commute. Because so. there's no shortcuts yeah. unless you go through uh, the yeah, hole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Jump over. Okay, well, thank you so much for coming, and thank you guys for um, sharing this information, and I'm sure we're going to get a lot of questions. Because I think right now a lot of people are motivated to buy mm-hmm. versus rent. Porque pues ya la renta y el pago ya es lo mismo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, where before people would opt out to rent, like it's cheaper, we save a little mm-hmm. bit of money, and then we go. Mm-hmm. Um, and and then, even for people that want to sell. Yeah, and I'll tag Israel mm-hmm. in case anybody has any questions. And yeah. Maybe, so, maybe maybe you can come back another day to mm-hmm. give us some advice on investing and how to start. That'd be a good topic. I think too. that would be a great yeah, topic. Sure. Yeah, yeah, and then you could bring your uh, loan officer. He is a loan officer. No, but you have a girl that works there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I started yes. following oh, her. Yes. I, I was, I was creepy. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, he's always tagging her, but it ain't like, boom, so who is she? <laughs> and then she's like, oh, okay. And then I looked her up. <laughs> yeah, I looked her up, and then they, they were tag teaming his company, yeah, and I was her like, life story. I know you now, girl. I know. How about you? But, you know, he's going to give us his point of view of investing and selling and yeah. All of that, mm-hmm. and she's all numbers, mm-hmm. so she right. can like back him up mm-hmm. and really like execute mm-hmm. to all the questions because this is a very important topic mm-hmm. right now. It's a good topic, yeah. Mm-hmm. Buying and selling, and I'm so happy for you. Oh, I can't yeah. wait till yeah, you have the so house happy. warming. Thank I love, you. I just love your house, and well, I love that. Pita, so vamos a llegar yeah. <laughs> I'm just warning you. I'm just warning you either. You invite us or you get almost. If we found the loan officer, we'll find it out. <laughs> so if you guys don't have anything else, um, I just want to thank you again for coming and taking the time and can't wait to have you here again. Yes. Thank yes. you. Bye, everybody. Have a good Adios. week. Bye. Adios. Bye.